Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Have you ever had the opportunity to lose your temper? The Oxford Dictionary defines losing one's temper as failing to retain composure when angry. Now, I'm sure we've all been angry at times. There are many things that can make us angry. Uh, something goes wrong, someone not being nice to us. But how angry do we need to be to just lose it? I believe losing it means different things for individuals. I remember some relatives that, when losing it, would scream and shout. Others would break dishes. Unfortunately, if you watch reality television today, you will see persons actually attacking one another after losing it. Ephesians 4.26 tells us, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. For those of you that felt that being angry was a sin, the Bible here gives us a little leeway. It allows for us to be angry, but when angry, we must avoid sinning. Not letting the sun go down on our wrath means that we must resolve our anger quickly and not let it linger. Nor give place to the devil means that if we let our anger brew and don't get rid of it quickly, we allow the enemy, the devil, to take advantage of it and that can cause much pain and anguish. I have known individuals who have chosen to hold on to their anger and not take the advice of this Bible verse. The anger then developed into bitterness, which marred and controlled the rest of their lives. Some even became sick because of it. You see, they gave place to the devil. Are there any examples in scripture of someone who became angry and lost it? Yes, there is. It was Jesus. In John 2, 13 to 17, the Bible reads, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Here we could argue that Jesus lost it when he saw the money changers polluting the temple. He methodically fashioned a whip and drove them out of the temple. This must have been something to witness. I am sure the whip may have even connected with a few of those as he scooted them out of the temple. Where it landed, we will never know.
I like this rendition of the account because it quotes out of Psalm 69.6 that Jesus was acting out of zeal for the house of God. This speaks loudly about how much Jesus cares about the church and how he places himself in the way to protect it. He considers the church to be a house of prayer, yet even today we have people in the church using it to make themselves rich. We wrap it in an exciting teaching we call the prosperity doctrine. I wonder if Jesus was on earth today if he would fashion another whip to drive out all those individuals who have polluted the church and prioritized money over prayer. Are we making sure our churches are houses of prayer? Are we allowing the money changers to have their way in the temple? Are we treating the church more like a business than what Jesus meant for it to be, a house of prayer? If not, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that whip when Jesus shows us what losing it really means. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.